clock still turning, no waste, keep one while I ask, keep working, the DJ's on my team, I'm certain the DJ's on my team, then I get a go DJ, go DJ, then I get a go DJ, Good evening, ladies and gentlemen, and welcome to another episode of the Beats, Brews, and Points of View podcast. I'm your host, Neil Richter, along with my partner in podcasting and co-host to my right, E-Man Bates. The PIP, that is me, and we are back for episode 62. Yes, sir. Yeah. up there, man. We're going to be at 100 sooner, I know, sooner we, than we know. We just got our AARP card, <laughs> yeah, we actually. Did. <laughs> We're getting old. But anyways, that track that we started the podcast off with is called Go DJ by K Trinata, which is off his uh, brand new album that came out last Friday, which is called Bubba. And that song features uh, Sir from Top Dog Entertainment, who is one, probably my favorite R&B artist next to uh, Anderson Pac out right now. He's definitely going to be up on my uh, on my list probably when we get our list here going in the next couple weeks. We'll probably have the uh, best of the decade list out for you guys probably within somewhere in this next month coming up within the next few we weeks we only got two think. weeks bro yeah well it doesn't, have to be, it doesn't have to be exactly before that though i mean the year ends it can be like a week after or something we'll figure that out i've almost got my list done by you nope no i think no. i'm like nope i started it nowhere near done no i'm like halfway through i think i might like 2015 i know my number one is so <laughs> i know my i know my top three are at least i don't know if i even know what my top three are it's so fucking hard I had like a hundred albums just from last year on my goddamn list. Like, start to pick. 20 yeah, from I'm there. not. Yeah, I'm not doing that hundred shit. <laughs> yeah, no, no, definitely not. That me was either. way too much. No, me neither. But uh, anyways, yeah. So it's just E-Man and myself this uh, tonight because we were supposed to have Sam B yourself actually from Rhythm and Flow, but he had a show that he had to fly out to or something, so we had to reschedule thinking about having him uh later on in this month I think around the 15th or something like that so hopefully we get him back in, yeah next month i'm sorry 
Hopefully we get him back in here soon though, because I'm interested to have that conversation with him. I'm oh, curious yeah. what that whole know, process. Yeah, he's is got like. a he's got a couple shows coming up in Toronto, so we understand that. Yeah, I saw something about Toronto on his uh, Instagram today. So, yeah, we'll see. But that's going to be a good conversation. I'm looking forward to that one. But um, yeah, what's what's you what you been up to, man? What's new with you? Uh, working. Yeah, working. Mm-hmm. Brewing. Brewing. That's for Brewing. sure. We got some. I uh, put some. Uh, put. That white Russian mano in secondary finally, so that's good. <laughs> Be about a week or so before that's ready. I'm happy about that. Uh, it's working, living, got a new bed, so that's cool, dude. That bed is fucking amazing. Oh, man, <laughs> I'm nice. super jealous of that thing. Oh, I was like, man. I'll tell my dad about it when he came over. I'm like, dude, you may got this sweet ass bed. Like, so I'm so jealous. <laughs> It's got speakers and it's got Alexa. got speakers. <laughs> Bluetooth enabled. Got fucking like reading lights and shit on each side. Dude, it's awesome. <laughs> I'm jealous of that thing. It got cup holders in the middle of it. Yeah, I need to get me give me one of those. Right. I want one of those beds that has like, Dog, a fucking a mini fridge down. in my room. It's a wrap. <laughs> <laughs> Seriously. I, I'm not leaving that bitch. <laughs> That's how I feel about my little bed. See if I can get, see if I can just do my work stuff from home. Like just get my <laughs> iPad and make phone calls and stuff. <laughs> yep. That's for sure. Had a manager's FaceTime me the inventory. (laughs) 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 Well, anyways, I guess since we got no interview, we can get right into crack lacking these beers this week, huh? What did you get for us today? All right. uh, So if you're watching along on the the live stream here, you would notice that I said this is our first non-Michigan brew and with a sad face, but it really should be a happy face because this this is actually a good company, though. I'm not and sure we're sticking Midwest. We're still in Chicago. Yeah, I mean, not too far away. It's only a few hours away, so exactly. it'll be all right. Uh, so from Revolution Brewing, Revolution Brewing over in Chicago, we got the Fistmas Holiday Ale. Uh, this is one we my my company actually sells too, so I'm really happy you know to can bring some light to them, which I always usually bring mostly their stuff anyway. But I love this. I love this artwork pretty much because it got Santa naked in a barrel. Which is kind of funny to me. Are you ready to get fisted by Christmas? I'm not. <laughs> That's kind of ho, what I ho, read ho, out of this. Indeed. <laughs> <laughs> oh man. So uh it's a holiday ale. Let's see what the old good and trusted untapped says about it. So the description there, if you follow us on untapped at uh beats underscore anders underscore brews, uh Fismas. Our holiday red ale is steeped with ginger root and orange peel, resulting in a beer with aromas of fresh break bread, caramel, and stone fruits. Fismus was brewed specifically, uh, oh, sorry, spewed with specialty malts to achieve a beautiful deep red hue. So, I'm expecting a very malty type beer here, uh, kind of like that bready toasted like feel to it so. yeah uh we'll see how it is man i i've heard good things about this beer so i i'm holding moan revolution to a high standard here let's put let's put it that way they haven't let me down before and a little backstory on the company it says here that revolution is illinois largest independently owned brewery uh the change in the u.s beer scene has undoubtedly been revolutionary we are proud of what we have accomplished in our short time to become a leader and an in- innovator in the industry the evolving tastes of beer drinkers has demanded bigger flavors, more variety, and better beer. That's exactly what we give you at Revolutionary Brewing. Uh, between our brewery and our brew pub, we produce dozens of different beer styles over the year. IPAs, porters, pilsners, Belgian styles, ales, pale ales, barrel-aged beers, the list goes on. Our brewery has a lot of labor and love. 
You can see it in everything we do, from the beautiful details of our mahogany bar at the brew pub to the massive beauty of our eight one hundred or eight eight hundred barrel fermenters at the brewery, to the commitment to the quality of each beer to uh, that we put in the can or a keg. Revolution believes in the value of hard work. We ha- work hard to provide great, accessible brews for everyday people. We have fun doing what we do, and we have fun drinking our beers. Another big fact about them is they are the only brewery that I've ever seen that get most of their artwork is comic book based. A lot of their artwork is comic book based, if you ever notice. So they have like the League of Heroes series. They have like the the well, not besides the Fistmas, they have the anti hero. They have they have mm-hmm. so many different freedom of the press, freedom of speech. Yeah, they're all like comic book based like artwork, and I've always like re- always respected and loved Revolution for that. Yeah, it says it was started in 1995 is when they first opened up this company. That's pretty cool. But anyways, while we are trying that out, I am going to pull up an old jam to play today. I was going to play a Sam song, but since he's not here, and I was jamming out to this the other day, that's what you're getting. Let me find it first. Mm -mm Mm-mm-mm. While he's finding that, I usually do this at the uh, end of the show, but I'm going to do it right now because we got a decent amount of viewers on. Uh, if you guys click the link, like I, that, if you're watching the live feed, if you're listening along, yeah, uh, patreon.com slash beats and brews official. Unfortunately for us, podcasting is not the cheapest of things to do. So we would like to provide this, you know, private quality content to you guys. We were asked if you were taking donations. Uh, we're just trying to upgrade our equipment, you know, keep us alive in the studio, which, you know, they're always willing to work with us. We love the Plymouth Rock people. So mm-hmm. that is uh, very true. Yeah. Uh, so patreon.com slash beats and brews official. We're trying to get some uh, some live equipment here so we can do some live live uh, live concert type deal yes sir yeah man it would be kind of cool like right behind us so we can get like uh people like doing like a like one or two song set that's yeah, what i want to do we can get some more freestyles on here and we want to get some t-shirts and some stickers made and stuff for the podcast to pass out so yeah everything every dollar goes back into the business so You're not keeping any of it that you guys get shout outs i mean once we get everything rolling with that we'll definitely get a tally of people you know who are on our patreon and everything like that and then eventually when we get the uh the other one rolled out too we'll uh you know shoot you guys some free merch oh. yep absolutely and anyways while we're pouring up these beers kicking it back to the 90s with the p diddy and the family album here is uh p diddy featuring jay-z and notorious big young g's Nigga, I know, might say been there, done that like Dre uh-huh. Through hard work, I earned the vault 
promise God to never look back or I turn to soul. Got nice watches, nice cars, nice bitches and rings. Come on. Guess it's safe to say a nigga like me got nice things. Just can't relate to motherfuckers who ain't got no cake. When you all fucked up and can't get no break. When your fake ass friends don't help you out when you need it. Be on some real bullshit, politely tell you to beat it. Fuck that, get your own nigga, don't ask me for shit. That's what I did. Now they all asking for hits yeah. Nigga, it's on For the simple fact I let it be known We still fly but separately Cause now I charter my own Come on, propellers Good fellas Leave all them player haters jealous Billboard charts should tell us They can't touch us Why niggas bring the ruckus? Because release dates bigger than Mandela's Motherfuckers Because of the way I zone Some say chicken zones like the fall in the room Reoccurring That he thinks like that cause he's observing Won't be known till I'm gone And niggas study my bones Mentally been many places But I'm Brooklyn zone In the physical Unseen like a lost body In fact my thoughts don't differ much From that of God body But it's the all shoddy That got cats likening me To the mob John Gotti Rap dudes fighting me Cause I got it locked Like the late Bob Marley Pardon me, y'all, the great Bob Marley Solemnly we mourn, all the rappers that's born Niggas that got killed in the field and all the babies born Know they ain't fully prepared for this new world order So I keep it ghetto like sunflower seeds and quarter waters To walk them through it, you know, talk them through it Know these beats is more than music whenever I talk to it Destined for greatness and y'all knew this when I doubled the pop Had the shorty and the girdle coming out of BWI And I hated algebra, but I loved the multiply And I told my nigga big I'd be multi before I die And it's gon' happen whether rapping or clapping Have it your way, cause if that's my dough you're trapping I'm clapping your way, slow to get over Anyways, that was a little bit of Young G's by Biggie, P. Diddy, and Jay-Z from the P. Diddy and the Family, from the No Way Out album, P. Diddy and the Family, P. Diddy and the Family, Jeez, it's, oh, Diddy. it's Diddy now, he dropped the P. <laughs> yeah, oh, actually, this is all the way back when it was Puff Daddy, so. Oh, shit, Puffy. <laughs> 
Puffy and Mace back in what the day. What do you think about this fist mess? Exactly what I thought it was going to be. So, it's definitely like, it definitely has like that uh that toasty like bread definitely a Christmas taste. Beer. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> it has like that, like kind of like that warmth to it. It's really not that bitter. It's coming in about 31 IBUs, 6.5 ABV. It's really not that, you know, it's, it's definitely like a stronger beer, but it's not overpowering by any means. Because, I mean, you've had, I mean, there's some Christmas beers out there, like, that'll just flat'll knock you on your ass, like those eight, eight and 9% ones. It's a weird combo because you taste like that caramel in there, but then there's also like the orange, like, it's like, ginger t- yeah, taste it's, it it's too, got like almost strange. like almost like a coriander type thing, but it's, I know it's not coriander in right. there. Yeah, it's, yeah, it's definitely, I kind of like it though. It's like a citrus toasted mm-hmm. taste to it. It's very odd, but it's very good. Definitely not as good as any of the Michigan beers. Just I'm yeah. just kidding. <laughs> yeah, Chicago. <laughs> no, but we we fuck with Chicago, just not their sports teams. <laughs> uh, no, no, not one. <laughs> I had to think about that. Actually, I don't mind the Cubs. Cubs are all right with my my book, but every other team can go fuck themselves. I mean, I don't really. White Sox never been on really on my radar. I hate the White Sox. I've never really been on my radar. I hate the Bears. Bulls. Hate the Bulls. I don't hate the Bulls, but you used to hate them more back in yeah. the rivalry with the Pistons and yeah. shit. But yeah, and then who else do they got? No one that we care about. Uh, it's Blackhawks. Black oh Hawks. fuck Ooh, them! I don't even want to bring them up. <laughs> but no, this is definitely a good beer. I would definitely try this one again. Um, it's not too thick or anything like that, so easy drinkable type of deal. Yeah, I'll try it again sometime. Fistmas. But uh, anyways, yeah, moving on along. We can uh, pop right into something old, something new this week. I have a couple good ones um, for both, actually. Uh, but I started the last couple, so I'll kick it over to you this week to We're start doing something uh, with or your something, something new. old. Something old. So, back in 1998, mm-hmm. there was this album that came out. I remember watching a video when I was about... 1998. Oh, it was. I was about like seven or eight. Mm-hmm. It was like one of the trippiest videos I've ever I've seen to date. And there between that and like the Buster Rhymes, like give me some more. I think it was around that time too. Yep. But uh, I'm gonna kick it back. 1998. We're gonna go Redman's Docs to Name 2000. Yeah, baby. I beat it. Yeah, I, I beat it. That video I was hilarious, it. dude. Oh man, one of my favorite videos like of like in music like of my childhood, dude. I fucking love that. Like that whole album was. Like one, of, it was like one of my favorite, one of my albums, like the one of the first concept albums I actually really listened to yeah. as well. Because like from start to finish, it was just one long story, dude. That I have like a specific memory. Well, like a, I just remember a certain time in my life. I was probably in middle school when that came out. Yeah, I was in middle school when that came out, and there used to be this channel before MTV Two came along. There was a channel ninety nine called The Box, and all it did was play music videos all day every day. And when I get home from school, I would do my homework and I'd watch the box. And there, there was this show on there where they would just play videos, and they'd have like a small, like little boxes on the side, and you could vote on which video would get played next. There'd be like three options, and you could like call in and vote, and whatever one got voted the most would be the next one up on the on the charter. And that's when that song was super popular. And I remember that watching that video. So they wild. played that video all the time. Like that, 
that video was super popular. Like Offspring's uh, pretty you fly know, for a white guy. It made me go back and listen then, to like, uh, Eric Sermon because I never really listened. Oh, I never shit. really sat down and listened to Eric Sermon for mm-hmm. a long time. Yeah, and I went back and listened to Eric Sermon like when I was coming back from Indiana this week, mm-hmm. and I'm like, damn it, he was fucking dope. You sound like Eric Sermon, the generic version <laughs> <laughs> that Eminem shit. Um, yeah, no, that album is phenomenal, and that video is hilarious. When the chick's riding the bike, and they're all staring at her, and yep. she runs into the park car and shit and goes flying over the car. Yeah, that's great. My first name must be <laughs> Fuck You, because every time I go, people be like, Fuck You! We're going to play that to close out the episode tonight, too, so you can get a little taste of that oh, if you've man, never heard that, that before. I love that album. Like, that song was just such a classic to me, in Super my opinion. Classic. But uh, even other tracks off there, like Dogs was dope when he was talking about uh, Snoop and mm-hmm. Old Dirty Bastard and all those yep. guys. Yep. That was cool. Uh, the intro, the intro is just fucking hilarious to me when he's talking about, uh, where's he from, New York, New Jersey? Yeah, he's that, Jersey. Is that Brick City, Jersey? Yeah, Jersey? yeah, he was talking about that. He goes like, there's some beautiful sights there, but if you go out at night, <laughs> crack it. <laughs> Then uh, you could get robbed by anybody. <laughs> you know what's funny about him? You know that? Do you remember the episode of MTV Cribs back in the day? Oh my god! The, and that's yeah. what made me go back and listen to this album. <laughs> yes, that was hands down my favorite MTV Cribs was Red Man, where he was like living in that Every, shitty little apartment or whatever. Like if if you guys are familiar with it, if, I think it's probably on YouTube right now. Oh, if you sure go back to MTV Cribs, everybody, you know, everybody had dope ass like mansions and shit mm-hmm. like that. I guarantee a lot of that shit was you know like fronting for mm-hmm. you know MTV. Mm-hmm. Red Man. And kept it real to a whole new level. It was like this little <laughs> shitty ass, like two bedroom apartment, fucking. You just to, like do the wires everywhere. together for the doorbell to work <laughs> and shit. Like, no, he had, like is, a box of one. No, the best is he uh, he had like the the like on top of the refrigerator he has like a bunch of singles and yeah. shit like that. He goes, yeah, that's why I need to go get some bread or some milk or something like that. I just pull it out of here. <laughs> you know what's funny too? I saw an interview with him recently where he was talking about that, and he said he still lives there. He's like, nice. He, he goes, listen. He goes. He's like, trust me, I've got money. He's like, I just like being, he's like, that's where I'm from. Everyone knows me there. I like being there. He's like, my kids all got their own houses. I bought them their own houses. I just like staying here. <laughs> I respect the hell out of that. Man. I really do. He's like every. I he's really like, do. He's like you don't get treated like a celebrity when you've been living here your whole life and everyone on the block already knows who you are. He's like, so I like why I like staying here. I'm like, that's pretty cool. I like, I like that too. <laughs> nah, bro, I fucking love Red Man. Oh, me too, man. That it makes me. Wait, think, is that his third it? album? I think so. Because he had, I think it was his third. Uh, what the album was in '92. Muddy Waters was '96. I don't know if there was anything in between those two. Uh, what the album? Oh yeah, there Dare was, is a Dark Side. Yeah, Muddy album. Waters, and yeah, so it was his fourth, fourth album. Oh, yeah, God, Red Man's Red Man's What the Album '1992 is one of the albums that I list, like listened to on repeat when I was 19. Is when you still had the CD drives in your car or whatever. And so I would just, I, that was one of the burn CDs I always had in my car. And I would just constantly play Or you remember play the video game? Oh, you never got into video games, but the video game Def Jam Vendetta. Oh, fuck yeah, I remember that game. I was into that I, game. I used to play with Red Man all the time. You go, Method Man, Johnny oh, Blaze. I'm going to take your tongue out and lick my ass with it. <laughs> yeah, dude, that, they should bring that back. They were thinking about revamping that because they had, they had two. They had... Def Jam Fight for New York, then they no no it was Vendetta, then Fight for New York, yeah, and then they York. then they had Icon, which Icon was okay. A lot was of people he a Budden on Fight for New York? I think Joe Budden. Joe Budden was on Fight for New York. <laughs> yeah. Icon had pretty much all like the current rappers. They had like Ti and all that shit. Ludacris on it. Ludacris was in all of them. Yeah, was he in all of them? I think he was in all of them. Dude, we should see if we can find that. Can you get like? Because I don't play video games anymore. Like, so you have Xbox One, right? 
Yeah. So, like, for Xbox One, can oh, you get old games? For yes, the new backwards system? compatibility. I don't know if that one is, but I really do want to find I know I can get Icon, because Icon... That would be the shit. I'd Icon, uh... Because Icon had a bunch of people on it. It had, like, Bubba Sparks. And yeah, stuff, like. it did have Bubba Sparks. <laughs> That's funny. <laughs> That's great. Well, anyways, kicking it over to my something new. Um, I guess I can give you a little backstory on why I chose it. There's a lot of, a lot of the things I want to talk about today have to do with uh, Chili Peppers members and stuff. So Flea from the Chili Peppers, I've always found him to be, like, one of the most interesting people, interesting musicians ever. He's a very eclectic person. He's uh, definitely a strange person, but he seems to know what's going on. I mean, he seems to like have it figured out. He's always happy. He's always preaching love, and I just, I just find him to be fascinating. So, anyways, he just recently wrote um, his own book of memoirs and put it out. It's called Acid for the Children. Um, like the name? <laughs> yeah, I guess it's like a band that he was. He was into this band when he was a kid that he was friends with, and that was one of the song titles that they had. Uh, acid for the children that he said he always remember it stuck out to him when he was like 12 years old or some shit like that <laughs> um, but uh yeah so he put out his book of memoirs and i downloaded the audiobook today and started reading it or well i guess listening to it and i'm like halfway through it now and it's super fascinating so i decided to kick it back to 2012 to when flea put out a solo album called helen burns um and it is nothing like the chili peppers it's very much electronic music um he put it out, let's see, it was released in July 19th of 2012, and it was like a name-your-own-price type of deal where he put it on the website, and you could either download it for free or put in a donation. And the, all the donations from the album went to his um, Silver Lake Con- Conservatory Music School that he started in Los Angeles years ago, which is all like tr- like um, after-school programs and stuff for kids, teaching them how to play music and all that stuff, so... It's a really, really strong album. There's barely any singing on it. I think like the children's choir from his Silver Lake uh, Conservatory School sings on one track, and then Patti Smith, uh, legendary Patti Smith, sings on one of the tracks. I think it's the final song on the album. But if you've never heard it before, it's a quick half hour of just really fucking interesting electronic music that sounds nothing like anything the Chili Peppers have ever made, so... I suggest checking it out. I actually have it on vinyl. I bought it a long time ago on vinyl. Nice. Um, but yeah, that's what I had for my something old. And actually, you know what? Since we, because we're going to play a little bit of um, the other one uh, at the end of the episode. So I'm going to play just so you can hear a tiny little bit of how it's totally different than their other shit. Let's play a little bit of Helen Burns. Kind of reminds me more of the stuff that John Prashanti started making after he went solo. Flea's also a really talented trumpet player, so he plays all the instruments and stuff on here as well. Speaking of John Frusciante, though, uh, he just rejoined the Chili Peppers, so that's a humongous announcement. Um, Josh Klinghoffer had been playing for the last 10 years for them, and he just exited the band, and they announced that John Frusciante is back in the band. So that's the childhood actually. love of, of me <laughs> is super, super excited because I've seen them once. childhood love? 
Oh, dude, I was obsessed with the Chili Peppers. Like, that was my favorite band. I was obsessed. Chili Peppers and Incubus and The Offspring. My shit. <laughs> um, but yeah, I've seen them once with Frusciante and once with Klinghoffer. And I love Josh Klinghoffer as a musician, but John Frusciante's a way better guitar player. Word. Actually, while this is playing in the background, I guess I can, because uh, we forgot to at the top of the podcast, there were some birthdays and some rest in pieces for this week. Um, the birthdays that I had pulled up, most notably, was P. Diddy's turned 50 over the weekend, and I saw a lot of people out celebrating that. There's big headlines, because 50 years old, man. Jay-Z and uh, Kanye had to awkwardly take photos together and there was a lot of funny memes about it and stuff and then also a lot of clickbait tabloids that are like jay-z and kanye reunite at diddy's birthday party it's like no dude how many how many birthday how many parties have you gone to where you seen a friend that you used to be friends with that you're not really cool with anymore and you're just like oh this is fucking awkward but you're gonna be there anyway so i'm thinking that's more of what that was more than they reunited i feel like (laughs) they've been around for so long together like I don't know. I feel like it was genuine. I don't know. It looked pretty awkward in the photos. <laughs> but uh, I don't I know. Because I mean, it was more like the title shit. So. Well, what do you mean? I mean, because I know like it was a lot. Of, I mean, it was a lot because of Kanye's antics too. But then it had, it had something to do with like the title strings and shit. Like oh yeah, 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 for sure. But I mean, sometimes people just don't. I don't think like they they would not have been in that picture together if Diddy wasn't in the middle and Pharrell wasn't in there too. Like, they were all just kind of standing in a group with them. Like, but, I don't know. <laughs> eh, whatever. But anyways, hopefully, yeah, hopefully so... Hopefully they hash that shit out. I would love to watch the throne too. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> shit, everyone would. But, uh, yeah, so P. Diddy's birthday. It's also legendary uh, soul singer, which is one of... He was my favorite member of... Well, one of my favorite members of The Temptations, Eddie Kendricks. Um, he would have been 80 today, but he died back in, I think, in 1992 of lung cancer. Um, he was the, the real high-pitched falsetto voice of The Temptations. Him and David Ruffin were my two favorite voices in The Temptations. But then also the drummer of Steely Dan, Jim Hodder's birthday is today. And then also Paul Rogers from Bad Company, who also sang for Queen for a little bit. Uh, in the more recent years, and then he's also got a song. If you, if you've heard uh, Eminem's, I think the Relapse album, he sings a song on. He sings the hook on a song on there at the very end. Um, I can't remember the name of it. It's one where he's talking about depression. But yeah, so those are the birthdays today. And then there was also some RIPs. Um, just two that I had down. I don't know if you took down any more, but I saw that Chelsea Handler's little sidekick guy that was on her show, Chewy. Uh, passed away at 63. Um, and then also Danny Aio, who was um, famous for being in Do the Right Thing with Spike Lee, and he was also in The Godfather Part Two. Uh, also passed away. He was a, a lot older, though. I think he was in his 80s or 90s or something like that. But, yeah. Do you have any more? I don't think so. I don't think there's anything that stood out to me. 
This is a little bit of please weird music in the background, by the way. I'll turn that down now. Yeah. But anyways, moving on to something new. What you got this week? You know, I actually backtracked a couple weeks. Uh, you know, that's fine. One it's new to you. Person, it's new to you. A person I've never really sat down. I knew who he was. I never really sat down and listened to, and everybody gives me shit, and I'm probably gonna get shit about this, you know, in the comments section <laughs> or whatever that I never really listened to. Freddie Gibbs. Nice, really? Yeah. Dude, is I um, went back and listened to Bandana, that, and then I actually listened to a couple other projects and shit too. I listened to right. Freddie. I listened. I went back. I went backtrack and listened to a bunch of other shit. He's insane. But I'm gonna talk. I'm gonna go, let's go to Bandana, like him and Madlib. It's amazing. That album, holy fucking shit, is so good. Yeah, it is. Man, uh, the one track with it's like him and Killer Mike and what was the name of that track? I think it was like one of the last ones, right? Yep. Look. Um, I'm pulling up the album right now. Bandana tracklist. It's got Pusha T and Killer Mike. Yeah, that's who it six. was. Okay. No, man, I never really sat down and listened to uh the Freddie Gibbs like that from uh I didn't where's he, was it from Gary Indiana Gary or some Indiana. shit? Yeah. No, man, I really, I'm a, I'm a fan. I was late to the party. I will happily admit I was late to the Freddie, Freddie Gibbs party, but no. I know Corey, actually, Sebo, uh, he is the one has been trying to get me to listen to Freddie Gibbs. I'm like, oh, you don't listen to Gangster Gibbs, bro? What's wrong with you? been into him for a long time. Yeah, Freddie Gibbs is amazing, man. He's super, nah, super talented. Man, he is awesome. Um, This album is the second one. Um, half Man, Half Cocaine. That was like one of my favorite tracks yeah, out there. Yeah, that's a good one, too. This is the second project he's put out with uh, Mad Lib doing all the Flat production tummy on it. Yeah, Flat Tummy T's great. They just actually put out their uh, Tiny Desk concert, him and Mad Lib. They did. I haven't yeah, watched it yet, but they did do awesome. a Tiny Desk. It is really, really good. Uh, yeah, I, I, one of the one of the one either the websites or magazines just named it Album of the Year. Bandana. It's, it's a great album. It's mm-hmm. it's definitely a top five album this year. I'm not even going to lie to you. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and you got that one track at the end, Education, with Black Thought and Most Def on it. That is tight. You got uh, track 10 has Anderson Pac on it. I mean, Freddie Gibbs has like super street kind of uh, mentality and lyrical content, but his flow is like so smooth and then Mad Lib no, is just like one of the most is. creative beat makers of all time. Uh, I put Mad Lib. Mad Lib's in there with uh, Dilla for me. Oh, it's kind of sure, like that dude. same style. Yeah, they were like yeah. brothers, man. They they made a lot of music together. Yeah. And Mad Lib, uh, MF Doom, all them dudes. A completely different style. And somebody else I really never... Li- I, I, I'm going to be honest with you, completely wrote off. And then it kind of grew on me over this next album. Was uh, NBA, was a Young Boy Never Broke Again. I Is actually listened to his the baby's talking about like is his favorite. Probably. I actually listened to the new album, AI Young Boy, too. I I never really I, I'll be honest, like kind of like how uh what's his face that people wrote off because of his name? RB and Corday, for instance. Oh, yeah, yeah. Why YB and Corday? Why being Corday? Like how people wrote him off just because of the name. I kind of I really wrote off NBA Young Boy. I'm gonna be honest mm-hmm. with you. Yeah. Uh this album is actually pretty good, bro. Um once the baby yeah. just said that he's his favorite <laughs> rapper right now. I never really sat down and listened to it. He actually just put out a new single. He had, he did a cover of Michael Jackson's Dirty Diana called Dirty Diana. For real? Yeah. Huh. That's like my one of my favorite Michael Jackson songs of all time. No, man. Uh, over, like start to finish, I was actually at the laundry mat doing laundry. And I was yeah. like, ah, man, I'm going to listen to I'm going to give Young Boy Never Broke Again a try. I think, oh, I think he changed his name. It's not NBA Young Boy, probably for copyright shit, but it's Young Boy yeah. Never Broke Again. Yeah, but, I'm uh, going to give that a look. Yeah, then. I didn't think I was going to like it. I like Sean, actually. Sean was like, yeah, you ever listen to him? He's fucking dope. Well, yeah. 
But no, I I really like that one. And then a couple singles I listened to. Nice. Was uh Dan- Denzel Curry actually put out a new single? I saw that. It was with a couple other people, right? Yeah. Uh, Ducko McPhee. I don't know. I, I know the song's called Dirty Bands and it was fucking fire. But yeah, that was cool. And then the one with Rick Ross and Travis Barker and Lil Wayne, that was kind of dope too. Give me brain. Oh yeah, I heard that one too. Yep. And then another one, I I know you're gonna talk about it more, but I did listen to it and I like it. Was the Free Nationals album? Yeah, that's a great yeah. one. I'll let you talk about that one, but yeah, that was a great album. Yeah, that was definitely one of my new albums this week. Was uh, Free National, who is Anderson Pack's uh, band that he's been rocking the with forever. The shit with Griselda at the end of that. Oh, like dude, that shit is track. super hard. Oh. Yeah, there's a track with The whole album, like the production <laughs> and all the music is real smooth and like it's either like bluesy or funky sounding all the way throughout. And then every track just features a different singer or guest vocalist. There's a couple instrumental ones on there. But um, yeah, that Griselda track to finish it off is real strong. Um, I'm really happy for those guys because they kind of played the background for Anderson Pac as he rose through his ladders of fame and now he's like out of the stratosphere of being a famous artist and he's not going anywhere so now it's his band's turn and i think he's on he's only on one of the songs on the album he's featured on Ooh, one Anderson of Park? Yeah. yeah well i mean he does he does drums for all of them doesn't he uh i think he plays on some of them but i think that other dude cullen or whatever uh, i forget his last name he plays drums on some of them too because he does percussions a lot too so yeah that's uh definitely high on my list um what the hell is the name of the album, by the way? I forget Which that. one? Free Nationals? Yeah. yeah. I think it's just called, called Free Nationals. Nationals. Yeah, yeah. Okay. That makes sense. Um, but yeah, that was on my list. And then I also had, let's see, where else? Did I? Something there. There we go. Uh, oh, yeah. So the other one that I super loved, who just came out of left field and put out one of my favorite albums of the year at the very end of the year is uh, Kay Trinata, who we played at the beginning of the podcast, uh, the song with him and Sir. His album is called Bubba. It is, um, if you're unfamiliar with him as an artist, he makes electronic music with kind of more of a hip-hop influence to it, but he'll do kind of that same thing that the Free Nationals did, was he'll get guest vocalists, singers, rappers, and feature them on his project. And this one is super good. Um, let me pull it up real quick just so I can read off some of the guys that's on it. Bubba album. There we go. Um, that one with Sir that you already heard is on there. You have uh, Mick Jenkins is on a track. Caliucci's is on a track. Mesa Go is on a track. Estelle, Charlotte Day Wilson, Goldlink, um, Tanaka. Thundercat is on bass. Yeah, for, Thundercat uh, plays bass on some of, of it. I mean, it's just. It's really, really cool music. It's all upbeat and uh, just fun music. I've been really wanting to catch him at a festival because I think his set would be sweet. I haven't listened to it yet. I'm definitely on my list of things to do. Oh, I think you'll enjoy it. Guess what? Oh, you. I know you probably picked it up, but going back to the Free Nationals one, Mac Miller had a verse. Oh, yeah. yeah Mac Miller definitely about does. That. There's yeah. a video for that song, too. Him and Caliucci's, who's on both yeah. of these projects, actually. Um, and then... Kelly I don't know if you guys are familiar with Kelly Wilson. Oh, yeah. She's... Uh, Tyler Crater, See You Again. She had her own mm-hmm. like self-release, I think it was last year. Yeah, was she, I year, think she was year. in both of our top fives last year. Uh, for, yeah, uh, she albums. was. Yeah, she was in my top ten, but it was a great album. I think we both had her at the same spot. I, think I don't, th- like I don't think I had... I had to go back and listen. I know. I don't think it was a top five. I don't think it was a top five. I think it was a top ten for me. Might have been, yeah. But anyways, yeah, she's super awesome. Um, There's a chick that sings on here. She... Who she, she keeps popping up on different projects that I love. Her name's Charlotte Day Wilson, 
If you're not familiar with Charlotte Day Wilson, look her up and go listen to her shit. She has like one of the most beautiful, soulful voices I've heard in a long time. First, the song that I love the most that has her on it's the song called uh, In Your Eyes with um, Bad, Bad, Not Good. It was like a jazz hip hop band. Um, that shit is really, really good. And everything that she's been on so far that I've heard, I love. So I can't wait till she puts out her own project. Um, but yeah. That album is phenomenal. And then I listened to one more, who I don't really know much about him, but um, he's got a pretty solid R&B album in it. I just want to make sure I don't butcher the name here. Aaron, is it Aaron Ray? Yeah, it's Aaron Ray. Um, the EP is called Phases 2. It also came out last Friday. And uh, I guess he was on The X Factor, is how he got his start. But um. I don't know. He made a really cool album. He's got this track on here with uh, Kalani called Change. That's really cool. I like the song, the track number four called The Get Down. It's kind of funky. Um, so, yeah, if you like R&B music, check that one out as well. Dope. Yeah, that's what I got from something old, something new this week. Got you. Um, I got a debate I wanted to bring up. Not with you necessarily, but a question to the it. listeners. Because somebody posted something recently, and I kind of thought about it and, like, they're right, but there's people I would con- there's people that would consider. There's when when an artist like a musician dies, right? Mm. People like R.I.P. Legend, R.I.P. Legend, stuff like that. Is it a lot of people post like something like say like for instance, Juice World passed away. People mm-hmm. called him a legend. Right. Little P, I'm like I, these people, I would not consider legends. No, Ab- absolutely. So I'm thinking like who. Recently, that passed away, like in the past, like five years or so, an artist, like of any genre, who you actually consider a legend? Well, I think the whole debate that's going on right now is how Wack 100, who is the game's manager, said that Nipsey's not a legend. And I think that Nipsey is a legend. I think maybe you could make that, you could make that argument because of body of work. He doesn't have like the standout classic albums. Well, I think his right. last one was kind of, but, um, so I guess you could kind of sort of make that um, argument musically because his music didn't pop really till like the l- end of his career before he passed away. But he's got legendary status for what he's done for him. That's what I'm saying. Like with Nipsey, Nipsey is a little bit of gray area there just for the simple fact that if you look at it from like a mainstream standpoint, like an actual, you know, from the machine, mm-hmm. no, absolutely not. Mm-hmm. However, if you look at it from what Nipsey's done for the hip hop culture and for right. in general, all the shit he did in LA, all the, you know, around like the people he's influenced, Nipsey's absolute legend. Absolutely. Yeah, I agree. So it really depends on how you look at it, I will say for him. And I think it's mostly people just like showing love to the people that they cared about that passed away by calling them legends or whatever. But I think really to determine a legend, you have to wait, like give it 20 years. It has to be the next generation. You know, it would have to be the next generation. I would say out of recent, like just in hip hop in general, I would say Nipsey, I would would give Mac legendary status too. Yeah, I agree. Mac, well, I mean, Mac, aside from the music that he made, He's a legend in my eyes because of how many superstars he put on the map. That's what I was saying. Like he gave a lot of people a platform. <laughs> yeah. A lot of people don't know that. But. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so I, I give him that status too, and the way that he just like was constantly just like bigging up his friends and pushing them to do bigger and better things. Like he's the reason Vince Staples started rapping. Like Vince Staples said he didn't want to rap, and he was like, "Well, I can make the beats for you." He's like, "I got the studio." It's like it's on you. He's like, just come in here and record. It's like I'll engineer it and I'll do everything. 
That's yeah. why his like first thing this was, was under, like, this was the article I saw by the way. It was just like a it was something that Piff posted. It was rest in peace, Kings. It's a picture of Juice World, XSX Dancion, Mac Miller, Little Peep, and uh I think that's it actually i don't think nipsey i probably I don't call triple x a, a legend here's the thing all. with triple x kind of and, person, and, really. and here's here's where we're gonna here's the debate we're gonna have here i don't think absolutely not a legend however x had a lot of potential i feel like i a think there was a lot of room for growth for him and i think that he actually made really i think he made good music i'm gonna be honest with you i really did like x he did i, did. I think he was gonna get a lot bigger than like, i had a hard time going for like bigging him up because he like gleefully bragged about stabbing his pregnant w- girlfriend and beating up a gay dude just he for did. looking at he him did. in jail. And but you like, know what? He was what seventeen. Really get behind that. Yeah, I know. But like he like was bragging about it, like telling these stories, like he was proud of him. He shit, also, you know? like, I mean, but then again, he also kind of showed a lot more like growth and stuff like that towards like the end. It seemed like yeah. he did, and that's that is the sad yeah. thing about someone dying because you never that really early, you gonna, don't really get to see them live. You're out never the gonna see like. The evolution of XSX Tantion because right. you know he's he's not here anymore. Right. So I that's what I say. I feel like he was on a path to where he was gonna grow, but you know we're never gonna know now. And yeah. I feel like he would have got a lot bigger and grew a lot more had mm-hmm. he still be here today. Right. So that's why I say like he had a, the most potential out of anybody that passed away in recent because mm-hmm. you never you didn't know what direction he was really gonna go in. Yeah, I think Mac Miller was gonna. Go even bigger than I, he Mac Miller was, was absolutely going to go bigger. With how I'm good kind of mad we're never going to see his final evolution because that know. dude from kids to swimming, like holy shit. I still think you're going to see a lot of music because I think he was those type of that type of dude. Because he's constantly Nipsey talking too. about how he was going to die early, right? Nip- I mean, Nipsey, you're going to see a, you're going to see a lot of shit come from him too. Yeah, but yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. I, I hope that um, they do it right when they put out his music, though. And don't what, just Mac? have like some like nobody yeah. or like have someone that doesn't have anything to do with his camp. Making beats. Nah, whatever, his parents you know? control all his masters, yeah. I think. So that's I feel like good. I feel like that's gonna that's gonna be covered. No, but Wack One Hundred got fucked up. Yeah, he did. <laughs> Fuck Wack One Hundred, bro. Like Nipsey's, that dude's been talking mad shit. Nipsey's for bodyguard years. slapped yeah. him or some shit outside of what, what award show. There was something. I might have been Dip, Diddy's party or something. One of the most annoying people to me, him and DJ Academics. Like, oh my god, that's one and two, bro. Yeah, and I, I never really got. Why and I still to this day I think I said this like in the earlier episodes like maybe like fifteen sixteen I still don't see DJ Academics relevance in hip hop but we're going we're not talking about him either. right now we're talking about Wack One Hundred yeah no, I, I don't either uh, DJ Academics is whack to me as soon as Joe Budden went off that show I stopped watching that like immediately I did like Nadesco but Academics is too annoying and then they put uh who did they put on there that was so goddamn annoying for a while? They had Who Kid on there for a while. Who Who Kid is an annoying person, dude. Who Kid's just antics are hilarious. I just yeah. I just listened to his uh, him and Rude Jude his yeah. interview. I fucking love DJ Who Kid just because <laughs> of his antics alone. I love DJ Who Kid. <laughs> yeah, he does. He's definitely a strange person. Those are like two of my favorite uh, Shape Four Five people. Him and I'll say Lord Sears another one as well. But I don't even know that who that one is. Lord Sears. Yeah. Uh, Shape Four Five is the shit, bro. I just get on that serious. Yeah, I know. I need. I, I do want that because I do like. Uh, yeah, it's like, everything. dude, it's been a game changer for me musically. Yeah. Well, uh, anyways, moving along, I have some stuff down for the movies and television that I wanted to talk about a little bit. Um, Same. Are you caught up on Watchmen yet? No. 
Oh my god, dude. Dude, I've been watching some other since I got the fire stick, I've just been watching like straight up anime. For the <laughs> most part. And then I watched that Ryan Reynolds movie that just came out too on that. That was show. fucking terrible. Dude, dude, I like that movie. What? I like that movie. Oh god, it was so <laughs> like corny, that. dude. I like I got like a half like forty five minutes to an hour into it, and I was like, I gotta shut this dude, shit. Dude, no, it was actually it's it, I would say it's not from a story standpoint, it's really not that great of a movie. However, it's very entertaining, and that's why I liked it. There was definitely I just wanted to, I just wanted to watch some shit to where I really, you know, just Lights and killing and explosions. You know why? I felt like there was a lot of explosions in it. Guess who fucking directed yeah, it? Yeah, Michael, Michael Bay. Bay. Of course. No yeah. fucking shit. Yeah. Dude, how dumb <laughs> no. though was this fucking? They got like his whole like team of like you know like heist people and robbers and all this shit. This fucking dude's like skateboarding and like parkouring. You know that dude like, was in Bohemian Rhapsody. He was. That dude was. Uh, he was. Uh, what's his face? Damn. Uh, one of the guys in Queen. Yeah, he was one of the guys in Queen. I forgot his name, though. <laughs> Brian May? The guitar player? Looking that shit up. I, That's th- funny. No, that dude was in a bunch of shit, because I actually had to look at him like, this dude, this guy looks familiar, and I could not figure out why I reckon. He was Roger Taylor. Got you. Well, you need to hurry up and catch up on Watchmen, because they just delivered one of the best season finales I've ever fucking seen. Dude, I, you know what? Well, Watchmen, I actually stopped watching it on purpose, so I can binge it. It's over now, so you can yeah, check it out. That's I think the there's point. gonna be another season though, for sure. However, one thing I picked up watching was a uh, it. So shout out to shout out to Jailbroken Fire Sticks, by the way. <laughs> but that we definitely DC, don't have DC Universe. Yeah, we don't have them at all. So you should stay away from my feed. Anyway, but uh, DC Universe. Are you familiar with? You don't watch comic book shit, anyway. Mm-hmm. Okay, so DC Universe has their own streaming channel and everything like that, and it had like the Titan show and everything. There's actually like a Harley Quinn animated series. I've been hearing about that, dude. It's so brutal because it's like it's pretty, it's R-rated. There's like blood and swearing and all this. It's so fucking good. And guess who does the voice of Harley Quinn? Who? Uh, Katie Couric, the girl who plays Penny in uh, uh, fucking what's that show? Uh, Big Bang Theory. Oh, Kaylee Cueco or Cueco. something like that. Kaylee, I can't yeah, pronounce it. I didn't know Quico. that she Quico. does that. I, I, actually, it's funny that you bring that up because I was like, I stayed the night at my parents' house last night because I was doing laundry over there late, and I was watching Conan O'Brien and you know the comedian Ron Funches. Yeah, he was on there. He plays the voice of the the bad guy, the shark bad guy. Does he? Re- oh, yeah. uh, Killer Croc. Yeah. Oh no. Or not shark. Uh, what's his face? The big shark dude. It's like I forgot. I know who you're he talking a about. Suit, but it's like a shark or whatever. I know who you're talking about. <laughs> but yeah, he does the voice but of yeah, that. Yeah, yeah. On, on the animated one, and that's what they're, they were talking about. That, so that's funny. No, that show is so fucking good. <laughs> and speaking of animated shit, fucking E Man told me that it's the 30th anniversary of The Simpsons today. The Simpsons. It's crazy to think about. I didn't even realize that show was on when I was. Theme song? Sure. Just talk, kind of talk through it, just to get in the groove. Can we do that? Is that legal? I don't know if, you know, Facebook police will come out for us for that one. Which they're always after us, but it's okay. So it's okay. We love you, Zuck. <laughs> um, that's crazy. I didn't even realize that that was on when I was like two. Dog, I wasn't even born yet when The Simpsons came out. How does that make you feel? On Think top about of that, that's thirty years of different intros where they yeah. sit on the couch. I mean, they that's, they always invited guest animators and shit for a while. Yeah. So like the past like 15, 20 years. Has anyone died? Like besides like Hank Azaria and Phil Hartman. 
Has any of the like... main voices passed away? I feel like they have, actually. I know Bart is a girl. Bart is a girl. Fuck. I want to look this up. Do you still watch Simpsons regularly? Not regularly, but I watch it here and there. I haven't watched it in a long time. I used to be super into it. Um, no, man. When I was a kid. I used to watch it like every On single day. I just every, saw, every, every week. I just saw Uber Fact today that Krusty the Clown, Krusty the Clown was originally supposed to be Homer Simpson in disguise. That's super funny. But to they me. decided not to do that for some reason. But they're, you know, if you notice, they're really, Homer and Krusty are built similar. Yeah. So that, that was the idea of what was supposed to happen there. I always liked the episodes with Krusty. I liked the ones that had, um, Sideshow Bob in them. Oh, Sideshow Bob was a great character. Uh, the Treehouse of Horror ones. I still watch oh, those. Do I love the Treehouse? I've, w- w- I've watched every single Treehouse of Horror, even a new one that yeah. just came out this year. Those were always yeah. the best when you were a kid because it's like violence was still kind of like crazy to watch. Like, oh, yeah, that's sweet. And those episodes <laughs> were pretty fucking violent. When they were, it makes me think, think though, about it. what's sad, like, because I feel like The Simpsons is coming close to an end. Uh, probably. But you they just I, said they're still they still have two more years like they on a contract yeah but that makes me think I feel like South Park's probably next and then it was like I think it's, I'm surprised South Park is still going dude I've literally watched every episode of South Park it's been so every funny. single one even the shit that's banned me too watch- yeah I've been watching I mean I we used to me and my buddy Joe used to play South Park like. As like little kids on recess. And, oh, like, you talking about like the? Oh, you used to be like actual imitators. And shit. Yeah, like the South Park video game with the turkeys and shit. No, no, yeah, <laughs> we would actually imitate the characters. Like, as we were in like fourth or fifth grade when that shit came out. Crazy as hell. <laughs> I will never forget the day my mom rented the South Park movie, like the actual the Playing oh Canada, because she thought it was like a kids movie, and oh, I watched man. it with her. And then his Ter- that Terrence and Phillip scene came on, like the asses of fire. <laughs> yeah, such a pig, Phillip. <laughs> He's that's, like, what did I just read? That's how they should end it. They should make another fucking movie. South Park or yeah. both of them, actually. I could see Simpsons doing one more movie and then South Park probably shitting on the movie, too. Yeah. That would be sweet. Yeah, that's... Uh, what's after go- that? What's What's the next one in line? Family Guy after that? Family Guy. I didn't. I never got really into Family Guy. It kind of seemed like one and the same. Like, uh, dude, I love Family Guy, but I feel like even uh, what's his face ones that they, uh, Seth MacFarlane. He wanted to end a while ago. Yeah, I mean, yeah. it did get canceled a long ass time ago, and then they brought it back because like the DVD, DVD sales, sales were so man. high and shit. I was a tribute to that because I definitely got some DVDs when <laughs> I was like twelve when I was supposed to. <laughs> I liked the first few seasons, but then like. I feel like the jokes and like the comedy isn't as deep as it is on South Park. You know what I mean? It's all just kind of like slapstick, stupid shit. That's what like that's South why Park it's is harder. Like, it will make you like you're just like, God damn it, these dudes are geniuses. <laughs> no, when South Park because they it. have like South Park is genius because they go off modern day events. Yeah, Family Guy like fucking Seth MacFarlane literally has to pull that shit out of his ass months half the time probably. Yeah, for sure. And he's so busy doing other shit now too. Yeah, I mean they both are really. Think about it. Mm. Both doing fucking broadway shit yeah they are actually <laughs> <laughs> so that's pretty cool um speaking of broadway shit that cats i saw the cats trailer finally Dude, that I'll, shit looks so terrifying have you not seen it <laughs> yeah it's been out for like months bro. i just saw the that trailer on crazy. tv i was like you know no the, thanks you know the sad part about that is it has a stacked cast too i know it's crazy the cast is like just stacked. you got like fucking taylor swift in there uh jason derulo jason derulo what's his face idris elba idris elba yeah. uh rebel wilson there's kind of mm-hmm. a bunch of people in there yeah like, there's a ton of people in it but it just looks too fucking weird i, I always thought that like 
I remember seeing previews for the play when I was a kid on TV. I'm like, I don't know what the fuck this is about. Honestly, up until this, this up until this year, I didn't even know what the fuck the play was about. <laughs> I still up don't until really this know what year, it's and it's been out for like just know twenty that it's about years. Cats <laughs> and people in cat suits being cats. <laughs> yeah, it's uh, it's, it's pretty <laughs> much the same premise. Because like, I guess like they ascend to like the cat stardom or whatever or like whatever beyond thing so if you ever seen the movie what was the movie with seth rogan and the fruit and shit when it was animated oh uh, uh the grocery store movie with yeah that? That uh sausage, sausage party. party yeah it's kind of like the same premise of sausage party only you know g-rated with cats hmm. like they ascend to this like greater being or whatever because remember the whole thing when there was like the great beyond mm-hmm. it's kind of what cats pretty much like in a nutshell version is i feel yeah. like Seems creepy to me. I don't want to see a bunch of humans in cat suits. You know what the sad part around. is? I'm probably going to watch it, but I'm not going to pay for it. So shout out to, you know, the fire stick I don't have. Shout out to <laughs> exactly. <laughs> well, um, I know you said you wanted to get to your video shoot a little early this oh, yeah. week. So, so yeah, wanna... I'm shooting a music video today uh, or rest of it. We, we shot part of it like a month ago or less than a month ago. So we got to do that. Uh, yeah. So I guess you want to wrap up? Yeah, I did want to wrap it up. I, but I wanted to finish off with um, this day in music because I had a few down for that this week uh, that I thought were notable and worth sharing. Um, let me pull them up real quick. I said we want to stay like an hour and we're like, or like 45 minutes and we're damn near our normal time. Yep, so pretty might as well much. just rock it. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. <laughs> so on this day, December 17th in 1962, Bob Dylan played his first ever gig in um, England, which I thought was pretty cool, at a place called the Troubadour Club in London. Um, On this day in 1971, David Bowie released his fourth studio album, Hunky Dory, which is a classic, and I'm obsessed with David Bowie music, so every time there's something to do with him on this day, I'm going to read it off. Um, In 1977, I thought this one was pretty cool. In 1977, George Harrison. So in 77, that was like already like after the Beatles' biggest years. So he was already one of the biggest stars in the planet. Played an unannounced set at his local pub that he likes to hang out by his house. That's dope. <laughs> yeah, that's <laughs> so like, tight. you imagine just like sitting there and all of a sudden George, one of the fucking Beatles starts playing? That's some shit I would like to do. <laughs> that's dope. That would be the shit. So I thought that was pretty cool. Um, and then on this day in 1999, um, jazz, funk, soul saxophone player uh grover washington jr died of a heart attack at age 56 um who he released over 20 solo albums in his career i mean he was super prolific and he uh was also the brains behind just the two of us the song with uh bill withers just the two of us. so yeah rest in peace to him um and then also on this day um in 2010 captain beefheart died at age 69 multiple sclerosis oh Stu, we do have an r.i.p thank you for reminding me uh the wu-tang affiliate oh yeah yeah, yeah. papa wu-tang papa, papa wu papa wu r.i.p I, I i wasn't super familiar with his story was he that, me from what either, i was reading it was kind of like honest. they said he was like the spiritual guider of like their music and their sound or whatever and like was like influential in like the early career of wu-tang and let's go with that. that i really don't know that much about him i just saw like the article right i and i'm sorry to the hip-hop heads listening to this or watching this long i really <laughs> didn't know who he was like that i apologize i saw it all over the place though today on social media i was like jesus christ there's a lot of love I, I i will do my his i will do my research and be back next episode with a whole hypnosis on this dude exactly exactly but yeah that's all the facts i had down for today but um 
Oh, yeah, there's been a hey, lot of good ones. Quick lately. shout out to my Keep It G brothers, by the way. Uh, they just played their show at Ziggy's for the breast cancer awareness. Yeah, yeah, man. Uh, I heard it was a really great turnout. I'm sorry I couldn't make it. I was in Indiana that weekend or this past weekend, but I heard it was great. Uh, shout to Dilo, uh, all those guys, Two Face, uh, Breeze, yeah, all them dudes. Bree- not not Breeze and Two isn't in there. He hangs out with all them dudes, doesn't yeah. he? Does he make music with all them all the time? But he's not in there. I thought he was yeah. kind of Arius, all those loosely guys. in yeah. there. <laughs> <laughs> but um, yeah, shout out to all those guys. And then go follow us on our Instagrams. I'm Neil Richter 518 and he's I hate E-Man Bates, just like it sounds, just like it's spelled. Um, yeah, and then tonight for the final uh, song of the evening, we were going to kick it to what E-Man had for uh, his something old. With a little bit of Red Man, one of the best fucking rappers of all time. One of the most underrated rappers of all time. He does hands down, dude. He yeah, does not right. get the credit he, he deserves at much. all. You're right. Uh, where the hell is the albums on here? Mm-hmm. Where the hell did he find this shit? Uh, Bido. There we go. See this guy. Oh, Bido. I never use um. Spotify. So I uh, speaking of Spotify, up. shout out to listeners we have in Germany. Apparently, yeah, dude, that's super <laughs> awesome. I mean, we that's super we awesome. saw that as like our second most streamed country. I'm like, oh, dope. I actually read that Germany has like uh, Berlin specifically has like a really like dedicated um, hip hop scene and like they're like underground yeah, scene and they're like they super actually. super into American hip hop too. Um, but anyways, yeah, here's I be that. And we will see you guys next week for episode 63. Who got the key to my beamer? Jack Mood, that's how we act when we team up. Throw your triple beam up. This is fish scale. I bailed out the county with counterfeit bills. My slang be high range, brick city. Watch how you sniff, son. I'm highly octane. All you hear is bang, bang, bang. Yo, remember you, bitch. Shit, I forget my last name. It's all about game, nothing else but doubt. Walk through the woods, then stomp on your foot. When high, I take out any comp in the hood. Gorilla impact in this rap habitat. Get you stepping in your Air Max. Bounce. You cocking it back, but where that? Bounce. I got a six pack of Heineken and big cap on the wheels and two laps. I give Stella a My middle back. name must be Fuck You. Cause every time I walk by, niggas be like, Fuck You. I'll be there. I'll be there. I'll be there. I'll be there. My first name must be He Ain't Shit. Cause every time I'm in the car, bitches be like, He Ain't yeah. Shit. I'll be there. I'll be there, I'll be there, nigga. I heard the party going on in there. Yeah. Well, let me shake my stinking ass in there. Yeah. Soon as I walk in, dogs are barking. Haters play the back. I stay in front like handicap parking. Starting arsons from Jersey to Auckland. Saw me coughing out that dread apartment. Roll up to the jam with the front end. Watch them chickens won't end up getting signed.
Brian Manila, a ghetto like D and D, fucking with D. You be on bear from TV part three in a heartbeat. Tiger, straight out the cup. You're light in the ass, son. You wave out a buck. But I'm 190 physique, 234 pounds total when I'm carrying the heat. Now platinum on wax, but platinum in the streets. Any nigga that disagrees, smack him in the teeth. Then that bag is little piece, rocking the ice. Get into the projects, gonna rob her tonight. Yo, why you acting like that? We made me do it. I'm devil's advocate, hot. It take days to do it. My crew do drugs, the Wayne Reed couldn't breathe. Dry me in the sun, I'll amount to 10 keys. Red bones, I'm boning. MCs be cloning. That's before Doc stretch up and moaning. My middle name must be fuck you. Cause every time I'm in the hood, niggas be like, fuck you. I'll be there. I'll be there. I'll be there. Yeah. My first name must be He Ain't Shit Cause every time I'm in my car Bitches be like He Ain't yeah. Shit I'll be there 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 Niggas and you bitches Fuck Puff Yo, yo If you gotta be a monkey